Episode 39, My Plant Rant. Welcome to Thriving with Nature, a podcast that gives you the tools you need to live a modern lifestyle that helps regenerate our planet. And now your host, Hayley Weatherburn. Good morning, Thrivers. It's Hayley here. So excited. I can't believe it. It's finally happening. I am moving up to the mountain in the next day or two. By the time this podcast is live, I will be there. For those of you who have just started listening, this is your first podcast. Hello. Nice to meet you. I am currently living in Bali. I've lived here for seven years and I am about to embark on a massive adventure. I'm moving an hour and 10 minutes into the mountains of Bali, uh, that's about an hour and 10 minutes away from, you know, normal civilization. No, that's not true. There's, I'll be living in a little village up in, in the mountains called Saranbuana, and that village actually means the essence of the universe. How amazing is that? So up there, what's, what's my reason for moving is purely to have more time, space to play and observe and learn how nature thrives. And I want to bring this to the world and share it because I think the magic of nature is just truly fascinating. And I feel like if I can get a more of a connection and understanding with nature, I can help share these principles so you can bring them into your homes and, and towns and cities around the world. Because we don't have to do what I'm doing. We don't have to move out into a tiny cabin in, <laughs> in the wilderness. But you can do it like I have done here for the past year of growing my living supplement garden and growing the pots of different fruits and veggies. It is possible in a small amount of space. And just having that bit of nature, it's interesting, right now I'm moving and I've taken all the plants outside of my house and all of a sudden the house is almost like it's a picture. There's no life in it. I mean, apart from my kitty cat that runs around and definitely has a lot of life, there's no... There's something about having plants inside and I definitely recommend, especially like mother-in-law tongue, that at night time it actually gets into a higher oxygenation so it really helps cleanse the air. There's lots of other little plants like I have, um, what are they called, money plants and um, I actually have a rubber plant downstairs which is so stunning with these big beautiful green leaves. So yeah, that's something I've noticed. Just even having plants inside your home lifts that connection. It's going to clean out. Some plants clean out chemicals. They clean out toxins and they help freshen up. They're this beautiful symbiosis that we have with them. And so I definitely recommend if you are in an apartment, plant up your apartment. Plant it up. I don't know if that's a word. I don't know. Plant it up. I, I choose to make up things as I go. Uh, yeah, so definitely um, plant, add lots of plants and all that kind of stuff. So, yes, tomorrow is the big day of moving. I've got trucks arriving. I have to move my bathtub of worms. That's going to be an interesting time for them. I'm hoping they survive. So I've got my worm bath coming up so I can fertilize my plants. The plants are moving up. Obviously, I've got a little bit of furniture, but I definitely have more plants than furniture. <laughs> so that will be happening. I will be filming the whole thing. So if you're new to me and you didn't know, I do have a YouTube channel called Thriving With Nature. 
and I will be documenting the whole experience. It's been nerve-wracking making the decision to move into this cabin for at least three months. It's a tiny, tiny cabin. You know, the closest neighbour is 100 metres away, which I'm very excited about because here I have three buildings. I have to record these podcasts early, early in the morning. Otherwise, in a moment, we've got all three sides of my property have renovations. <laughs> So that's one of the reasons why I'm moving as well. So yeah, I just wanted to give you all an update. This is one of always I like to have a little short shirt, short, short, short to the point, although this one's sort of going all over the place, <laughs> little uh, podcasts, as well as the interviews with the amazing people that also are helping the world thrive with nature. It's super exciting. So yeah, so that will be happening. As I move into the cabin, I will be filming the whole experience of what it's like living in a tiny little cabin in the mountains of Bali. I've just launched a video called um, How Robust a Coffee Grows and is Picked in Bali. So definitely check that out on YouTube. One random fact, here's something that hopefully I'm going to teach you. It's a little bit of knowledge and maybe if you're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, this is your final question. <laughs> Did you know Robusta coffee smells like jasmine? The insane, beautiful, sweet aroma that is up on that mountain only for a couple of months. I'm probably going to be moving up there and it's probably going to be near the end of it. But the flowers of the Robusta coffee have a far more strong smelling jasmine flower than I think jasmine does. <laughs> Mind you, I haven't been around jasmine flowers. They don't actually grow around here, but hey, I found a, a new flower that does. So there's a random fact. So yeah, up on the mountain, they grow robusta coffee. They have cacao. They're having an issue with their cacao at the moment uh, up there in regards to there's a few different sort of pest and disease happening. Partly part of the reason is from what I'm starting to, from spending a month up there, I started to notice that what, like there's one particular pest. I was speaking to a guy that's producing the, the cacao up there and his, his plants are far more healthy than others. And he's been teaching people how to manage the pest. So the pest I think has come about through the fact that unfortunately in the culture here going in and collecting beautiful tropical birds and putting them in cages in your house is a thing they have big bird conventions where they all ride around on their mopeds and, and go to a place and share and trade all these fabulous beautiful tropical sounding birds which is really really sad i mean there's this love of nature that humans have but unfortunately sometimes the way we do it isn't really congruent and so what's happened is it's caused for not as many birds to be up there on the mountain. And so because of that, therefore pests are like, woohoo, no predators, no, no, no people eating us. So that is part of the reason. And then there's also a disease. It's like, it's almost like the fog, the mist comes in and it almost creates a rotting, like a darkness. You'll see the cacao. I'm sure I'll show the cacao that's got up there and it's black and it's sort of got this white sort of fungus mold thing. So I'm going to be learning more about that and that is going to be part of the journey when I get up there. So if you're new, join, join me on this journey here on the podcast and as well as on YouTube as I go in because some of the things I want to experiment with is the permaculture design principles, are the biodynamics and syntropic agroforestry and, and all the knowledge that I've been learning. I've, I've gone to many different courses I've been learning a lot but it's about putting it into practice 
And once you start experimenting, that is where the real magic starts to happen. The, you know, the first principle of permaculture is to observe and interact because you can have all the theory in the world, but until you put it in, because there's so many dimensions, right? The different microbes in the soil, what's the actual level of your soil? Is it more clay? Is it more loamy? Is it more silt or sandy? What's the moisture like, the, the temperature like, the how much sun is it getting, how much shade is it getting, what's the interaction with the other plants and the other microbes that are coming from the other plants, is there animals there that are eating it, is there pests, all sorts of things. So there's so many dimensions and so that is why I encourage you to get out there. And, and it's funny, lots of people say, oh, I'm not a green thumb, I kill everything I get. And it's purely because we don't understand how, like humans, Plants are very individual and they like certain things. For me, I like to live more in a tropical area. My family, unfortunately, they live, well, not unfortunately, they love it. They live in a colder climate and I would love to be so much closer to them, but I'm just not a happy person when I'm in a colder climate. <laughs> so I choose to live in a more tropical environment so I can have more time of the year where I'm actually enjoying myself. So like humans, plants need certain types of love and there's also the microbes and all that kind of stuff which I'm studying soil food web to help you understand the soil microbes as well. So if you just grab a random plant that you think looks good and you just put it in a random spot in your house and you think, oh, this, this, this might need this much sun or there's so many factors that if we get it wrong, the plant won't survive. For example, I've got a living supplement garden that for those of you who are new, uh, go back and listen to some of the podcasts on the living supplement garden. It's a garden that helps grow, read your body, read your body and grow the substances that your body needs to help live a healthy life. That is the hypothesis. We're still, it's, it's a hypothesis from a book called Anastasia and I'm starting to experiment. I, unfortunately, my first prototype, I made it so heavy that I can't move these supposedly portable boxes that I want to be able to help others grow, for, especially for those that are living in apartments, those that move often. I want you to be able to grow your own medicine box, essentially. And so <laughs> transplanting, there was a carrot growing in one, which A, I was overly surprised in because I live a kilometer from the beach. And when you think of carrots, you don't think beach is close by. So I was surprised in anyway, but it was doing so well. It still probably had another month away before it was done, but the tiny little orange root had started and it wasn't even big enough just to be a baby carrot yet. It was still a little bit small but I wanted to take it up with me. And so I thought I'd try and transplant it and I did and it died. So, <laughs> um, and just by disturbing it, some plants are quite hardy, their roots are hardy and you can move it and replant it and it's fine. And some like the carrot that I pulled out yesterday didn't really survive. So this happens. Nature is so abundant that you can make mistakes. So it's not about you're not a green thumb, all that kind of stuff. I really encourage you to start just asking a question going, you know what, I want to get my first plant. I want to make sure that it survives. What's a plant? What conditions, like I really like this plant, what conditions does it need? And you ask the person that's there at the plant store and they'll say it needs this much sun, this much light, unless they're a teenager that's just doing a job and doesn't care. But <laughs> most people who work in plant shops do want to do, I understand and know. 
And so just follow those guidelines. They're, they're, they're there for a reason to help with that and see how you go. And if you kill one, it's okay because that plant just may not have survived the transport over. Maybe you popped it in a car that had hot, dry heating that dried it out a bit too long. Maybe it was an hour in the car or something. You know, there's lots of things that happen when it moves. Plants aren't naturally moving. I don't know if you've noticed. You don't see plants walking around, so <laughs> transporting it can disturb it a bit. Even if you put it in the right space and followed the guidelines, there's many different factors. But I just want to encourage you that I believe I truly believe all humans do have a green thumb. It's just that we have lost the knowledge and that connection with nature that we can't. There's an intuition as well. Like when you start to watch plants, I've been with my plants for a while and I start to watch and observe and I'll start to go, that plant needs more water or that plant doesn't. And it's just, I'm starting to gather the information and on a subconscious level, like you gather the information from a, you know, from driving, you know, when you're first learning how to drive, it's really clunky. It's really hard. It's very, very conscious. And now you're like, I don't even remember changing the gears, but I know I did. <laughs> And it's the same with plants. You start to, as humans, we can start to observe the many different things that are going on, things on a subconscious level as well. And that's where our sort of gut feeling goes from. It's because our conscious mind can't quite logically give you what the why, but your unconscious is reading 10,000 other things. And it's like, and you're like, okay, I know it needs less water or more water or so but you're probably going to kill a few plants in the time but that's okay because nature is abundant a mango tree will fruit out a thousand mangoes just so another tree will grow like you understand that nature is naturally abundant and that that is why i really encourage you to get some plants if they die it's okay learn you'll learn from it and get some more plants because this is the difference the more if you really want to help yourself have a healthier life, bring plants into the, into your life, especially if you're in an apartment. So yeah. So anyway, that is, uh, my little plant rant. <laughs> Uh, and I encourage you, let me know if you buy, if you end up getting a plant, if you get inspired and you go and grab a plant, I'd love to hear your journey. You can join me on Facebook at Thriving With Nature, Instagram Thriving With Nature, YouTube Thriving With Nature. You will find me everywhere or come to the, the website thrivingwithnature.com and yeah, join the conversation. I'd love to meet you and, and join you, join other thrivers out there around the world, helping to align with nature so that we can thrive as from our physical health as well as our global health. Anyway, have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to meeting you again next week. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to my podcast, remember to subscribe to hear more. You also have to come check out the Living Supplement Garden, a garden that reads your individual's body's condition and grows the substances it requires to move towards optimal health and potentially healing your ailments. When we align with nature, we thrive with nature. I'd love to have you join myself and others as we discover the magic of nature together and strive to heal both ourselves and our planet. Go to thrivingwithnature.com.